This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Psalm 116, verse 12. Psalm 116, verse number 12. Where is Ben? Come and stay here. I want to be seeing you, sir. Why will you hide? Your testimony is not for you to pull these people. You ah, Stay here, sir. To the front. Thank you. Sit. Take your seat. Get his Bible if he came with all right. Yeah, he's seeing his colleagues, his friends. Thank you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Psalm 116, verse 12. Can we go one, two, three? What shall... No, no, no. The scripture says, what shall we? I didn't hear you. What shall we? I said, I didn't hear you. What shall we? What shall I render unto Buhari? UN president? Your governor? Your MD? What shall I render unto the Lord? Ben, I hope this is your, your saying this morning and the rest of us. For some. For some. For some. Am I talking to people who are alive here? All his benefit towards us. Towards me. Who said this in the scripture? Who? David. It takes a man who remembers to thank God. Is somebody talking to me here? I said it takes what? A man. Who remembers to thank God? Those who don't remember never thank God. I want to talk to you briefly on the, the, the theme. The benefit of gratitude. The what? The benefit of gratitude. It takes a man that remembers to be grateful. A lot of us takes God's kindness for granted. We arrogate it to our carefulness. I was careful. That's why I didn't have the accident. I was careful. That's why my children are still intact. I was careful. That's why my children behave well. You lie to yourself. The truth is that most people easily forget where they are coming from. And because you can't remember where you are coming from, you are a dangerous person in the future. Be careful of people who share their stories of who they are, what God has done for them, but they can't take you back where they started from. People talk of their present, but they are ashamed of their past. Every man that has a present must have a past. And if you don't have a past, you can't have a future in God. Somebody hear what I'm saying?
Everyone that has a present and a future must have a past. Also encourage the young ones by speaking of your past. So David remembering who he was suddenly came up one day and said, even though it's not a Thanksgiving day, but it's time to thank God. They said, why? He said, benefits. His benefits. His benefits. Number one, he was not considered to be the king of Israel. But God made him a king. His father did not remember him, but God remembered him. He walked in king's palace and the king was against him to death, King Saul. And you know what it means when the president is after you? It means the Nigerian Air Force is after you. Nigerian Land Army is after you. Nigerian Navy is after you. DSS is after you. Where are you running to? Where will you run to if God is not with you? So Saul came after David, but God was with David. Then Paul letter to the church in Rome, he said, If God be for us, who can be against us? What saved David was not his carefulness. Because the scripture said it, there was an incident that Saul threw the javelin direct to pierce him on the wall, but God diverted it. Today, this month, this week, this year, and the rest of your life, every arrow that is shot at you, God will divert it. Because, why? He's interested in you. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered them out of them all. Can we begin to number how far God has helped us? The battles he has fought for us. Known and unknown battle. How God has kept us from nowhere. I can remember my classmates in secondary school. Not everyone that is still alive. University, not everyone that are still alive. My theology Bible schoolmate, not everyone that are still alive. But why God kept me, I don't know. So I have to be grateful to him every day. What shall I render? So you see, it is not an expressional thing. It's a tangible demonstration. So Ben could not have sat at his office and said, God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. You delivered me. I'm grateful. There must be a tangible demonstration of your appreciation of God's kindness. We all know King Solomon, the wisest king ever. The one God blessed until today. His glory cannot be compared to anyone. Now let's look at his background. His father David never married his mother. Talk less of marry her properly. So legitimately he was not qualified for any inheritance from David. Nevertheless, God who do not take permission from any man to do what he want to do. God who picked the poor from the backside of life and command him to sit before kings and princes. God who pulled a nobody to make him a, a somebody. The God who raises the son of a nobody to lead the children of someone. The God decided to say, Solomon will sit on the throne. And that blew the mind of his mother. Blew the mind of his community. And even Solomon. And Solomon said, 
I can't just allow this kindness to go without showing gratitude. I don't know who taught him, but I read in the scripture that he took a thousand oxes, cows of today, and removed their head. Blood was everywhere. God, when God sees blood, he appears. Scripture says, God turned that from the heaven and said, What do you want? When your level of appreciation gets to, get to God, you don't tell him what you want again. God appears for you. I'm saying that gratitude must be demonstrated. It was recorded a thousand. So let no one deceive you. Wherever you work, there is a basic salary you are paid, allowances. And when you shut that amount, you will raise eyebrows. So what's going on here? What is going on here? My money is not complete. No, why can't you just accept it and walk away? <laughs> no, why can't you just? But when it gets to God, we don't pay attention to what we bring, what we give. In appreciation to God Almighty. Some women even go to market after buying... Ten, 10 bags of rice, you still ask for fussy. That if you don't fussy the thing or fussy or whatever, it's enough for you to lose that customer. As though it came to market for the fussy or fussy. <laughs> you know, during the week, I don't know whether it was this week or last week, Mama and I flew out of Lagos. And as we approach the airport, you know, worry. You know, it's not everything we see. We keep laughing and smiling. You just think that all is well. The pilot has announced, you know, when he announced, he said, the hostess should take their seat for landing. The tire of the aircraft is out. We are descending. Six minutes for the plane to touch down. It was though that gross, you know, when the scripture talk about gross darkness, it was like 12 midnight was thrown from nowhere in front of our aircraft. We could see nothing. And the pilot, with speed, went, all his everywhere. Some people collapsed. The aircraft turned to praise and worship. I was saying, peace. Mama said, Jesus, Jesus. My worry was like, why both of us? <laughs> my father is in the mortuary yet to be buried. Why would that new son? But my wife should have been at home. If it's me, no problem. I'm telling you, I was happy. That was my problem. I didn't think of anything. And the aircraft was struggling. was heating up. It's good the way you're laughing. <laughs> that could only be God. It was very close. It was very close. I noticed all of a sudden everybody was quiet. Whether you are MD or chairman, everybody was quiet. Struggled and gained control. He went to Portaco. They said the weather there is worse than where he wanted to land. He came back again. He could not. And he went to Enugu to land. <laughs> I look at uh, Kubana, Obi Kubana. <laughs> we are <all> together. <laughs> the young man was calm. 
and he landed in Enugu. On our way back again, the same thing repeated. At Lagos. Take your seat for landing. He tried to land, he could not. He went to International Airport, he could not land. I'm talking about gratitude. He does not take God anything to have turned his back. It's not the first. <laughs> and there's nothing special, but God decided to show you kindness. Kindness. A flight of 45 minutes, one hour, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, we are still on air. He went to Ibadan to land. He said, there is no fuel. He went to Ilori to land. He said, there is no fuel. True or false? He now announced to us, he said, at this point, I'm losing fuel. And we have decided that we may have to go back to Oweri, where we took off. And it landed successfully. Everybody started clapping. <laughs> one man called his wife. The other one said, you people should come and test my temperature. <laughs> The other one said, I am hypertensive. <laughs> Another said, I am not going. Is it by force? I'm not going again. Because the pilot said, we're going to refuel. And uh, when the weather is clear, we go back. He said, I'm not going. <laughs> Give me that. Otogunaga <laughs> dikenaga. Mm -hmm. Nara ekende, odogu nara vikenanga. Nara ekende, odogu nara vikenanga. Nara ekende, odogu nara vikenanga. Nara ekende, oli sabi niwe, oli sabi niwe. Shukune mema, shukune mema. Media, can I get the picture of, of Ben's car on the screen if you have it there? Maybe some people don't understand. And even Ben himself may not understand. Is that all you have? Is that all you got? Men stand, please. There could no way somebody could have come out without a scratch. <laughs> I've seen people that shock kill them. I've seen people, a bullet was shot, not to them. They sound alone, they collapsed. They passed out. But just look at it. They were two. Shego. Is Shego around? You know, first of all, I got this picture on my phone, and then the next thing, I called him, and he picked. 
He said he was the one. I said, you couldn't have been you now. He said, it's me. So I have to wait till the next Sunday to see him and believed. Sit down, sir. This is not coincidence. This is the hand of God. This is the power of God. Dolphin Estate, some few years ago, we're all on, we're driving behind. Suddenly, the man in front of us stopped. In the usual way in Lagos, you know, we're not patient here. It's abroad, they'll come down and say, are you okay? You okay? Yeah, if you slow down the horn, if you're sleeping, you will wake up. If you're sick, you'll get well. And we horn and horn and horn and horn. Somebody got up with anger. And the guy just put his head. On his staring. All the whole abuse, abuse, everything was not responding. Touched him, he fell. I mean, he drove and got there and stopped. There was no accident like this. Yet, he passed on. Passed on. Then be grateful. There's nothing you will give to God that is big enough for your life. And do you know what life means? Hope. Life means hope. Life means second chance. Life means another opportunity. Life means you cannot correct your errors. That's what life means. Every time you wake up, it means that God has given you another chance, another opportunity to be better. That's what it means. For to them that are joined to the living, I didn't hear you, that's the scripture. For to them that are joined to the living, there is hope. And that a living dog is better than a dead lion. What shall I render unto the Lord for all his benefits towards me? Some people, when they had nothing, and you try to oppress them and do some things against them, the next word you hear, my God, my God will fight you. My God will show you. My God, that's all you hear. And suddenly God began to help them. They can buy a new car. <laughs> they can buy a house and leave. When you step on their toe, they said, who stepped on my toe? Do you know who you stepped on? I will deal with you. In all his talk or her talk, you will not hear God again. But before God helped him, it was my God will fight for me. My God will show you. <laughs> my God, my God. But now he has gotten to the point is that do you know who I am? I mean, David, as recorded in the book of Psalm, the Bible says, suddenly one day he woke up. You know, it was a man that lived all his life fighting. Battle on the left, battle on the right. And that's how the life of some of us are. They are coming out of one, another one is waiting. Every day, one issue or the other. You begin to ask yourself, what is going around me? Suddenly one day God intervened in his life and gave him peace. There was no war that day. There was no war one week, two weeks, one month. As a man who remembers, always remember the word. If you can't remember, you can never be thankful. Only people who remembers are thankful. He woke up one morning and he looked at himself. No war. And he stepped out of his palace. He said, look. Look at where I live. And he began to compare it to the house of God. He said, I live in a house made of cedar. Of Lebanon. But look at the house of God. This is David. The only way he can think so 
Because he remembered the beginning of his life, he was living with animal called sheep. What shall I rendered? And he was not a choice, but God chose him. He remembered it. Number two, First Samuel 16. He, we talked about the encounter he had with Goliath, a man that was seven foot tall, a warrior all his life. And he came with him with just javelin and some few stones. Guy looked at him and said, I'll give you to the bed of earth. This is an insult. And David said, today I will prove to you from my experience with this God, he does not respond with weapons of war. And you will know. Today shall all these people know that God do not win battle with all these things you are putting on. Scripture says he had the shepherd's back with him and picked five stones and put it on the shepherd's back. From when he brought it out, it was seven verses different from that verse of the scripture. I wonder why it took long. God refined it. And when God touches your life, when God chooses to change your life, God don't use crowds to change somebody's life. God used chosen people. He used an appointed person. One man is all that God needs to revolutionize your life. Not crowd. I said, not crowd. God intervened in David's life. Just one stone. When he released it, it was coming. Goliath was looking at it. You know, it's tiny thing that destroyed the mighty. That's why the scripture says, little foxes that spoil the van. When it was coming, he was looking at it. <laughs> Kitted everywhere, but God knows where to direct it. That's where America and the nations of the world got the insight to the technology called intercontinental ballistic missile. When they aim at you, as they did to Libya, Gaddafi, those days, shot it from there. He passed every nation of the world, says Gaddafi, we're looking for. That's what he did. To hit him at the palace, his little son, he just moved a little to do something and he, he took his son away. They got it from David. That inspiration, that insight was from David's spawned stone and his catapult. He said, this one is for Goliath, not for his boys. And he gave him, he hit him here. <laughs> you know, it's like a man who just get drunk for the first time. He start talking nonsense first. He was shaking. They said, our boss is preparing. So he's preparing. He's getting David. You, David, you are gone. He was, he, was, he, was, he was rotating. They say, yeah, that's a new dimension. That's a new dimension. I approach. <laughs> when he finally fell this way, the scripture says, and David ran after him and took his sword, for he had no sword in his hand. To bring the fulfillment that he that lived by sword shall die by sword. Took his own sword and severed his hair, because in a Jewish uh, uh, tradition. You can't say you have defeated a man without taking off his head. That's the only way he can prove to Saul, his, his boss, that I got him. David also remembered, as I speak to you now, can you just remember something? Something. Maybe six, seven months ago. Maybe two years ago. Maybe three years ago that it was just, was somehow God appeared for you. Can, can you just remember if you can't remember, you will never be grateful. People will struggle to convince you to give to God or to thank God. You will not because you can't remember. But for us, we can remember. 
I remember. This one just happened. I've said this several years. My family were coming from, uh, uh, from U.S. It was at that, that point. What do they call it? Where does, so is it Baonafi? Ba ba what do you call that place where people disappear? In the, ba Oma. You know, I went. You know, my school is there. It's not. Uh, that aircraft, that Lufthansa aircraft dropped three times. Pam, pam, pam. Everybody was on the floor. <laughs> I turned, I said, we're all here now. So, no, nothing to worry about. I can remember it. I can remember when I was shot as a youth copper and God saved me. I can remember. Can you remember something? To be grateful. That's why some of you don't dance in God's presence. The only time you dance is where, where you have shocked and lost your senses. You can kick anything as a way of dance. All those uncoordinated dance. Uncoordinated dance. <laughs> That's the only time you can dance. <laughs> In his presence, you can dance. But why? Because you can remember. If you can remember, you'll be grateful. A lot of you are seated here. God has helped you. But God didn't help you from heaven. God helped you through a man. A woman. But today, some of you are not talking to the person that God used to lift you. I don't know who I'm talking to. You're not grateful. Nobody ascended any throne without crowners. Those who are kingmakers. Somebody must crown you. Somebody must give a word. Somebody must defend you. A certain man must appear unto you and for you. For you to be where you are. But today you are rubbing shoulder with the man or the woman that God used to help you. It's wrong. That was not the lifestyle of David and his son Solomon. No one God, God, no wonder God decrees and said, This throne is for your family forever. Forever. Was David the most righteous person? Oh. God showed him kindness because he's a man of gratitude, a man of sincerity. When he's wrong, you don't even say it to him, he will, he will tell you, I'm wrong. Is somebody understanding me? Yes, if you're going to be far in life, you're going to have friends and retain friends. Don't take them for granted. Don't take their kindness for granted. Just like Ben cannot take for granted the presence of his boss. These are busy people. I know what it means to be here, to come along with you. He don't go anyhow, and a lot of us. If people come to support you, assist you in anything, be grateful. Yes, sir. Don't take it for granted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They have options. Yes, and you are not the best. There's something better than you. But they just choose to come and show you kindness. Be grateful and appreciate them. Somebody say, I'll be grateful. I didn't hear say, I'll be grateful. What shall I? I, not we. He has to be our God, my God, before he be our God. David killed Uriah, Bathsheba's wife that he got pregnant. God killed the boy and left David. Can you experience such a mercy and not be grateful? He took somebody's wife, got her pregnant to cover his sin. He killed a man. 
and we expected God to thunder and kill, him, kill everybody. God killed only the child. Left Bathsheba. Left David. How do you explain that? <laughs> As Ben escaped this death, he will be a fool to forget God who saved him. <laughs> because it will have been over. One month, two months, we start eating our chicken. Another person sit in his position, do the broadcast. Even better. Better. That's how life is. It moves on. People move on. But God said no. Mercy said no. So you still have a lot to do. I remember your recognition of me. When you honor God, God honors you. You recognize God, God recognizes you. He fights your battle while you keep your peace. Right. Sends his angels to stand on your behalf to save you from many troubles. David remembered and showed gratitude for his kindness. So that's why we as a church, every first Sunday, we declare Thanksgiving. Those with little mind think that it was time to gather money for pastor. That's why most people are where they are. But it's time to be grateful to God for the battle of the past 30 days. During the week, we saw it. It was a breaking news in the morning. Dr. Akunyeli, the wife of our late sister, went to receive an award on behalf of his late wife. Thank God his son was supposed to ride with him after the venue. But the guy took another ride to come after his father. Ten seconds to that. Who knew what was about to happen? Nobody. If anybody would have told her that he would not see today, he would not believe. That's what we are talking about. Fortify yourself with God, not with bodyguards. The new president in uh, Guinea, the military guy. I hope you are aware, the last meeting the president had, it was the one with umbrella at his back. Holding the umbrella so that Ray will not beat him. Boy in his eyes say, you don't go. <laughs> I don't remove you. We pray because we don't know what is in the heart of man. We run to God as our savior and our safety. David knew all this. His son Solomon knew all this. God endowed him with wisdom. Gave him peace. His father fought all battle. Solomon enjoyed peace. God blessed him with glamour what he didn't ask for. Because he honored God first. And God said, I will give you even what you didn't ask. Which others seek. Which is wealth. And there will never be any king on this earth that will be compared to you in glory. That the queen of Sheba came to hear the glory and the fame of Solomon. It could have only be God. That will raise a man to that level. It's not, you know, I tell you, labor is good, but favor is better. Labor is good, but favor is better. Queen of Sheba appeared and said, I want to see Solomon. You know, when the president, a president visits another president. On approaching the parlor, he saw his armor bearer, the guy that stayed there. He greeted him with obeisance, as though he had seen King Solomon. And the young man said, I'm not the one. I'm not the one. You are not the one. Just, I mean, when you can just 
visualize the glamour, the glory. The person was bowing to it's not even who he's looking for. He said, wait, he's coming. <laughs> and he's moved in his presence to come meet the queen of Sheba. The scripture said when the woman saw him, she fainted, collapsed. You have to wake her up <laughs> because of the glory. When God touches your life, when God touches your business, when God touches your children, your family, when God rests over your life, then go and rest. Even America as a nation, the celebrated nation called the United States of America, are you aware there is a day they set out, they call it Thanksgiving Day? Through or false? You don't even need to respond, I know. <laughs> so when you see great people, there's something that made them great. America in November, they set out a day called Thanksgiving Day. Turkey will be flying left and right. You know that nation believes in big things. Their houses are big. Their roads are big. That's the place you see 10 lanes, 14 lanes. Our own, we'll have all the money. We put it under our box. And wear a shirt. The place I live, the road is so bad. I was asking them in neighborhood meeting, why is it like this? They say, Pastor, it's good. I said, what is good? He said, so that when thief steal, before he can move, we catch him. You see the problem of Africa? You see our mentality? We use undulating road to catch thief. <laughs> Sometimes I ask, is it the same heaven we are going to? We and the white. Because the scripture says, God, the heavens are made of gold. So excellent place. As some road is bad, you said, it's good to catch thief. And that's why police officers, I love that. Federal road safety, all army, all of them, they wait at that place. Because we are coming. Come and pay homage and pay your tithes there. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Gratitude. Even America. You see the way they help nations? Billions to different nations. They give. They give to Israel. They give to nations of the world. They thank God and it's written there. In God we trust. They're not hiding it. Rise on your feet, everyone. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.